What's up, Stay Healthy New Jersey podcast listeners? This is your host, Dr. Justin Rabinowitz, and I'm excited to introduce this next episode. It is with Kathy Balsamo, and as I call her, she is basically the de facto mayor of Berkeley Heights. Now, that's not where the story ends. I met Kathy about four years ago now as she became a client at Gabriel Fitness and Performance in Berkeley Heights, where one of our office locations is. And I always knew Kathy as the lady who came in who had this great transformation, who lost a bunch of weight and, you know, doing great four years later has kept the weight off. And it's just it was an amazing story. And then I was actually at an event hosted by Vince Gabriel where Kathy came at the end and really spent 45 minutes telling her story and journey. And just to preview it for you, um, I think getting inside of her mind, she does an amazing job telling the story about what she was feeling, and she's very open, which is great, because there's a lot of things that she talks about, feelings that she's had, you know, going through this journey that many people wouldn't speak about. Um, one of the things as I'll preview for you is she actually talks about before she went for her first session in the gym. Now, remember, Kathy is someone who really never worked out, you know, didn't like working out, didn't like nutrition, didn't like fitness. Before she walked into her first session, she was so nervous that she actually had to take um, a medication that allowed her to calm down. I think it was a Xanax. So this is the level that she was going on and you know, to walk into a gym and have the courage to go through the process, to lose the weight, and most importantly, to keep it off and completely change her life is absolutely incredible. And I think more than anything, allowing Kathy to just tell her story, she does an amazing job. It's very interesting. It's very entertaining. And, and truthfully, it'll, you know, it'll give you perspective um, for you guys out there that are, you know, fitness buff, so to speak. This kind of talks about it from the other side of someone who has been successful, but that doesn't love the gym and never thought that she would be the person to to be able to lose the weight and keep it off. So this is a really special episode. Um, Kathy does an amazing job. I always know it's a great episode when I just kind of ask a question and let them go. And she did an amazing job where she can just tell her story uh, the way that she that the way that she does. All right. I hope you enjoy. This is the Stay Healthy New Jersey podcast, aimed at helping you live an active and healthy life in and around Somerset and Union County, New Jersey. This podcast is brought to you by Strive to Move, located in Warren and Berkeley Heights. Strive to Move helps active adults in New Jersey get back to doing what they love pain-free. All right, Kathy, I thank you so much for coming on. I'm excited to do this. So... I first learned about you four, three, four years ago when you started your journey at GFP. Mm-hmm. And basically, I always knew Kathy as the unofficial de facto mayor of Berkeley Heights <laughs> that came here yeah. and went on this crazy weight loss journey. And now she looks great and everything is good. And it wasn't until about a month and a half ago when you were speaking at Vince's Mastermind when I actually, first of all, you did an amazing, I told you after Thank how you. amazing it Thank was you. for you to give the talk in that setting, which I'll go into. Um, but to go inside the journey in your head about the things that, you know, some people don't consider and think about that are going through the same thing that you did and you were so 
easy to talk about, which most people wouldn't. Mm -hmm. And that was the impetus for me to really want to have a conversation with you so you could share your story because there's got to be people out there that are going through the same thing. That yeah, have there's gone so through the many people. Thing. Yeah, so many. So take me back to around the journey or when the journey started and, and you know, the weight loss, obviously you've lost a ton of weight and more importantly, you've kept it off, which I think is the harder part. But let's just get into, take me back to your growing up and, and have you, were you always heavy? Let's start there and then we can take it. Um, well, yeah, I was always heavy, came from an Italian family. So you got candy and cookies and cake when you were happy, you got it when you were sad, you had it when you fell, you had it when you're, you know, it was all about food. Yep. Um, so I grew up in that environment of always having, you know, food around. So it was never like the food was never a negative for us. It was always kind of a positive thing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it just spiraled into, um, you know, I don't want to get too into it, but, um, you know, it spiraled into this always rewarding, even my kids, my, it's just how we grew up. So four, four years ago, um, five years ago, I had a double mastectomy and I was home and, you know, the world keeps turning and. What do you do? You're lonely. Everyone goes back to work. Your husband's got to work. Your kids are whatever they're doing. So what did I turn to? Food. Um, and it's an addiction. It definitely was an addiction for me. Um, I found myself lonely. So what did I do? I'd plow through a pack of Oreos or a box of ring dings or, you know, it became like a big emotional thing. So within like six months, I had put on 45 pounds. So, you know, it just kept spiraling into this horrible thing. Mm -hmm. So... Then I had gotten, it's very emotional. <laughs> I still get choked up about it. Um, then I had gone for my physical after I healed and I was getting back to normal as far as activity. And my doctor called me into his office afterward and said, we have a big problem here. Now that you've saved your life with your surgery, you're killing yourself because you are obese. I had high blood pressure. Um, I was in tachycardic mode. Um, I was pre-diabetic. I had tons of issues. Um, I weighed in at that point at 247. I'm 5'3 half. so, and I don't know what his words were that just hit me. And he was like, how can you go through this huge surgery? Um, I had a couple issues with my prior surgery. So how could you go through all this? Have your children there changing your dreams, having your husband, having your mother, having your family support you. And you're kind of like giving up on that. Like you're just, you're not, paying them back and you're not going to be here to leave your mark if you continue this so i just those very words were like oh my god i'm killing my like i'm really i'm gonna die and did you ever think of it like that though like did you no, think i'm no, eating no, no, no. to not pay them back no it just no kinda... it just kind of was something that i did i mean it became emotional and like i don't care what anybody says like alcohol like cigarettes like prescription pain meds food is an addiction um so you know, that very day I drove home and I called my mother from the car and I was like, mom, I pulled over on the side of the road. I still remember what I was wearing, where I was. And I pulled over and I'm like, mom, I'm dying. And she's like, what? Like, do you have cancer? Do you have this? Do you have that? And I couldn't even speak. I was like, no, I'm fat. That's all I could say. And she was like, what? I'm like, I'm obese. I, I couldn't even get the words out. So she's like, okay, calm down, whatever. So basically, um, you know, she talked me through and she's like, okay, we're going to do this. Like, we're all here for you. And just like everything else, we're going to get through this. So <clears throat> that night, while scrolling through Facebook, like I do every night, um, 
I saw an ad for the six week fitness challenge and it was like almost like yeah, weird. it's meant to be, yeah. you know, cause I had never been here. I had never been to a gym. Yeah. I had no desire to ever work out. It just wasn't my thing. I didn't like, like the whole, I don't work Culture. well in groups. It, yeah, ju- yeah. it just wasn't my thing for whatever reason. I had a whole stigma in my own crazy head of yeah. what it was and it wasn't my thing. Yeah. And so then what happened next? So, um, I immediately, so I looked at my husband and I'm like, so Tom, there's this fitness challenge. After I was like sobbing for hours to him about how I was dying, I was fat. I had this metformin. I didn't know how to take it and uh, all this stuff. So, um, he's like, well, the doctor just told you like, you got to get moving. So apply. What's the worst that can happen? I'm like, the worst that can freaking happen is I'm going to get picked. And then what do I do? (laughs) So you had to fill out like an application. So I immediately filled it out after speaking to my husband about it. He's like, I got you. Like, you're not going to have to do this. It's not something you have to, cause I'm the type of person like, don't tell me what I have to do. Like, Mm -hmm. just don't like, I'll do it at my own terms. Mm -hmm. So how am I going to follow somebody telling me at a gym what to do. But in any case, I was so desperate that I filled out the form and within seconds, I'm telling you seconds, I had, I had known Vince from around town. I had seen him. I had, I'm very active in town. So I knew who he was, but I, again, I wasn't, I was always like a gym rat, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like I just, so he was very intimidating to me. Like yeah. I was like, oh, he's always looking me up and down cause I'm fat. When in reality, it's so not true. Yeah. But in any case, um, I filled out the form and within seconds, I got an inbox message from him and he was like, um, are you okay? Are you home? Can I call you? And I was like, uh, yeah. So here's my cell number. What did you write in the form that made him do that? So I was just rehashing the entire day because it was so fresh in my memory. If it had been the next day, it probably would not have been half as effective. But since it was that day and I was still like getting over the whole shock of it all, um, I just wrote, like, I'm really desperate. I'm in a really bad place. I just can't get a hold. I need to do this. I just, like, spilled my guts. Mm -hmm. And, like I said, he then, so I pushed, no, here's my cell number. And within seconds, he then called me. And when he called, I was, like, shaking. And I said to my husband, he's calling me. Like, who the hell can't? Like, it's Vince Gabriel. It's not, like, God or anything. (laughs) So he was just like, first of all, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. Like, I really think he was very worried for like my well-being. Like yeah. he, and he didn't even know me. That's the crazy part. Like he, what a guy, like what a great guy. So he just talked me through. He goes, listen, the challenge isn't for a few weeks. I'm going to go over everybody's, you know, to be fair, I have to go through these, but regardless if, if I pick you or not, regardless of what else I need to know about you, um, come in tomorrow and talk to me. I was like, oh my gosh, it all happened so fast. Mm-hmm. So I went in the next day and basically sat me down and he was like, this is what you need to do. Like you can either read this and put it in a drawer somewhere or you can get a grip. Like he just was very like strong willed with me. And that's what I need. Like in everything I do, yeah. I just need someone with an iron fist to say, this is what needs to be done. I'm black and white. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me, well, you can sometimes have one candy bar because I can't like, and immediately it like clicked and I'm like, I'm going to do this. And he had no, he was like, you're going to do this. Like there was no question. There was a, he's like, I've seen people in your shoes. I've seen, you know, the desperation and you're going to do this. There was no choice. And every day, at least once or twice a day, he called me and he was like, how you doing? How you doing? And I'm like, what was I picked? I didn't care about anything. All I wanted to know was what I picked because it part of me still didn't want to be picked. Because yeah. I was like, then I really have to commit. Sure. So um, <clears throat> by the time 
I got called in for my interview. And by the time I was chosen, there was like four weeks and he called me every day, at least twice. How are you emotionally? How are you physically? What did you eat today? I sent him a picture of every meal I ate. Um, and again, although I was totally accountable to him, still, he's not following me around all day. So could I have said, this is what I ate, yeah, sent yeah. a picture? Could I have eaten Oreos in between? Could I have eaten? Yes, but you just, no one could do it for you. And that's the hardest part. Like I get calls, I get emails, I get texts on a daily. Mm -hmm. um, and I just say, you know, like people say, what was different this time? And there's a hell of a lot more difference when you're doing it to save your life and when you're doing it to fit into a pair of jeans. Sure. I mean, it's a totally different. So, yeah. you know, I can't get in their heads and I can't follow them around. I yeah. could tell you what worked for me and I could tell you that this place for me saved me. But, yep. you know, I don't even say this place as much as I say, you know, Vince really. Because he really yeah. took a special interest in, right. you know, so. So he contacted you, get picked. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then talk... Talk about uh, the craziest story that I just remember is talk about <laughs> the first day you drove up for your first session. Yeah. So, and I'm very open, obviously. So the first day I drove up. Makes for a great podcast. <laughs> first of all, that whole morning, I was like sick to my stomach. I was like, had a stomach ache. And this is all very real. And I always say, you know what? I don't care who's judging me. I don't care if you think I'm a wuss or it's so utterly ridiculous. But the more people I talk to are like... Oh my God, that is me. That is me. And they're almost afraid because of whatever reason, like gym people will think you're something less than what you are. Mm -hmm. When in reality, it couldn't be any further from the truth. They actually thrive on people like us that they can reform. I sure. mean, that's their job. So anyway, that morning I was uneasy all morning, whatever, whatever. Finally, like three times, I'm like, I'm not going. I'm not going. <laughs> so then, you know, I called my husband prior and I'm like, should I just go? He's like, just go. It's not like you're walking into, it's it's a gym, like what are you doing? Cause you can't really get it. Like you guys even listening to me, or probably you two in the room with me, are probably like, wow, what a wing nut. But it's so, it was so real. No, but I think I think to, to I appreciate what you're saying because most people don't verbalize what, yeah. you're, what most people are feeling. Right. And, and I have a friend who kind of very similar, my best friend, and I was like, I know he needs to lose weight so I could put him in touch with the gym. and. Like I said, he went today and I said, are you nervous? Last night he said, yeah, I'm afraid of how much I'm going to weigh when I go in. And I said, they're not going to weigh you. Yeah. They're not going to weigh you. Like, yeah. you just don't worry about it. He's like, well, I want to get in a metric. I said, don't worry about it. So just, just show up. Yeah. Just go. And you can say, like, you have the right as an individual. That's the thing. Like, and I think a lot of times from what I've learned from talking to other people, because I learn things every day too from people, um, is that it's a control thing. It's just like flying in an airplane when you have that fear. It's like any fear that you have, it's control. And you feel as if you're giving over all of your control to these trainers. Mm -hmm. Where in reality, if you can't do something, you say, I can't do it. Mm -hmm. Get on the scale, I don't want to. Mm -hmm. Like, no one's gonna physically force you to do anything against your will, and yeah. that's huge. So I talked too much. So I pulled up and yeah. I was like, I pulled in this parking lot and I was shaking. I was shaking and I was like, yeah, I can't do this. And then I'm like, wait a minute, in my purse, <laughs> Justin, this is so true. I can't believe I'm spilling it, but I'm spilling it. In my purse, I remembered, I was like, oh my God, I have two Xanax from my surgery. They gave me four. I took two that morning. I have two left. I'm going to chew on one. Because I remember someone saying, if you chew it, it works faster. <laughs> Never took a pill in my life. I don't take meds. Like I'm the worst, worst person. So I'm like, okay, I took it out of the thing, unwrapped it, and took it out of the vial, whatever. 
And I was like, let me just take half. So I took half and I was a little early. So I waited a few minutes. I'm like, mm, yeah, not feeling anything. So I took the other half. And I was like, within like five, 10 minutes, I was really like, wow, like I can do this. It was amazing. Yeah. But the fact of the matter that I had to chew on a Xanax to get in the front door yeah. is the fear is so real. Right. It's so real. And I know I speak among so many sure. people. Like I have people that have signed up here um, that are like, will you be there? And I'm like, if you tell me when you're going, I will be sure to be there. And I'm always here for them. And I've gone people to the why. I've gone with people to lifetime. Mm -hmm. I've got, I don't know what it is. Like they almost feel so at ease knowing that I know how they feel. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I say, you have to be honest with your trainer. You just have to say, I'm really scared. You know, and the minute I got here and they did my assess, like Tom came out and Vince came out and they were all like, spell Samo, you know, whatever. Um, immediately I was like, oh, like it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And then during my assessment at 242 pounds, I fell. So Tom has that on video and we still go back to that. Like, and he, we, he was cracking up. He's like, this is everything. Like you just fell. And I rolled around the mat like Shamu. I couldn't get myself up. <laughs> We have that on video, but immediately I was like, okay, I'm going to be okay. And mm -hmm. from that day on, it was never another problem. Mm -hmm. It was that initial walking through the door. So you get through the door and how long before you started to see weight come off or results or however you would measure them? Well, don't forget I had been good like a month prior. Mm -hmm. So I was already kind of on track. Mm -hmm. um, so when the time I started, it was like the first week I had already lost like six pounds mm -hmm. And it just was so, it kind of was rapid because yeah. the exercise just kicked all yeah. my... Because when you haven't you know, done anything, you're doing a little bit of something. Yeah, you and know, the food. Not eating food. A, a bag of Oreos. Yeah, just and when I tell bit. you eating, I mean, I would, everybody, I was a closet eater. Yeah. So everybody would go to bed. Yeah. I, I would put the food on my plate and I had to cook a home-cooked meal every night. Vegetable, starch. I'm very, like, with my kids and mm -hmm. my husband, you know, I cook for them. And I would move the food around my plate, and every now and then I'd take a bite. Mm -hmm. And my husband would be like, I don't understand why you're heavy. You don't eat. And I'd be like, I don't either. Because, yeah. you know, you hid from all that. Yeah. Um, and then everyone would go to bed, and there I would go. And I would go to Dunkin' Donuts in Sterling, because they were open 24 hours. I would tell my husband, I'm going to get milk, or I'm going to get bread, or I'm going to the bank. Um, and I would eat six donuts probably four nights a week. Did you feel, would, at that point, were you so used to it that you didn't even feel sick or did you physically feel sick by the time? Uh, no, mm -mm. Was, I never felt sick. Yeah. Nope. It's almost like, as I think about sometimes if you're eating bad food, it's almost more scary when you don't feel bad after you eat bad food. Yeah. your body's immune yeah, to it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I didn't feel bad at all. As a matter of fact, I would feel like better. I would feel like, okay, yeah, like emotionally, physically, mentally, I felt comforted and I was... I mean, there's stories, McDonald's drive through Burger King drive throughs hiding the wrappers. I mean, I could go on and on. But yeah. the fact of the matter is, you just have to take control. Yeah. And I don't know where I'll be in 10 years. I mean, I'm hoping I'll still be at it. and I'll be. But it's not a diet for me. It's a lifestyle. I think the, the other thing that you mentioned earlier, too, with, you know, you've been on this journey for a lot of years. What's the total weight loss at this point? Um, 87 something. And yeah. where you are now, if we can stay here, we're happy? Yeah. I mean, Good. should I, on the chart, maybe lose eight, nine pounds? Absolutely. But if, listen, if I could put my clothes on every day and yeah. be comfortable, I'm good. A couple things. I think the one thing that's interesting that you mentioned is you know at this point you are an all-or-nothing person, right? Absolutely. There is no moderation. Mm -hmm. um, 
And I think that's a big lesson for people to understand that there's different personality types. Mm -hmm. And if, you know, for you, it's not like I can have a bite. You, you kind of know, it's not even emotional at this point. It's like, I can't, like I'm not, it's not Uh happening. How did you, how did you figure that out about yourself? Cause I just know I'm that way with everything. Like I knew when I used to smoke cigarettes, it was the same. Like people can go out on a Friday night and have two cigarettes and be done. Not me. Mm -hmm. Um, I know when I was in high school and I used to drink, I couldn't have one drink. I would be to the point where I would drink so much that I'd be in the hospital getting a stomach pump. Like I just know that's my personality. And in almost four years in February, not not that I'm counting, but um, I have not had a piece of cake. I have not had a chip. I have not had a brownie. I have not strayed from... I'm very... And, you know, in the beginning, it was very difficult. A lot of my friends that are overweight... Um, Although they supported me and although they were proud of me or although they never gave me a hard time, I noticed some of them like stopped inviting me. Yeah. It was almost like, and then finally when I said something, because I was bothered by it, not that I was hurt like, oh, they're not inviting me, but I was like, you know what? Screw them. Like, invite me. And they're like, we don't know what to do. Like, we don't know. Do we invite you if we're all going out and we're all eating Mexican food and you can't eat it? Like, it puts us in an awkward spot. Like, we don't, we don't, we don't know what to do so i just said listen guys i'm still me like it doesn't matter i can bring my own there's always a healthy choice somewhere there's a salad i packed cucumbers in a ziploc bag if you know i know what i have to do so don't exclude me because it's my new lifestyle it's not changing so that was a really big deal you know people didn't know even now they're like oh, okay, you're coming, what can I make for you? Which is really nice, but I'm like, just make what you're making, and I will either bring what I have to do. Yeah. You know, we go to the week, a week away at the shore the, during the summer girls week, and we eat, I mean, not me anymore, but from morning till night, there is shit, ev- oops, you can there's stuff okay. everywhere. I mean, it doesn't stop. There's donuts, there's cookies, there's brownies, there's cakes, and I just pack my food. I bring my fat bombs, I have them in the refrigerator, I just know when they're eating their cake, I'm eating my fat bomb. Like, it has to be all or nothing for me. And it's not that way with everybody. Right. You yeah. know, it doesn't have to be, but for me, I know that it does. Right, And but again, having that self-awareness to recognize that that is you yeah is super important because it's easy to you know it's kind of like oh i could have one or two drinks or yeah i could smoke cigarettes on the weekend and then it no not, doesn't work it for doesn't you. happen <laughs> not in my world the other part that is interesting at this point you admit it like you're still not a gym person Mm-mm. and so nope. you kind of did the the contest here yeah um but at this point you don't it's not like you're all, this, all of a sudden you're not entering a powerlifting contest you don't like working no. out Mm-mm. i don't i'm being perfectly honest i love you vince but but it's important um, that- it i i will come i try to get here twice a week sometimes three times a week i used to be it was seven mm-hmm. and then it went down to six mm-hmm. and then i kind of weaned myself off when i felt as if i could handle it myself Every Monday I still come and Vince and I walk mm-hmm. um, because he knows I hate the gym. Not hate the gym, but it's not my bag. And um, the other day I'll come and I'll rot, do the treadmill for an hour, but I'm not good with direction. I don't, I'm not good with those classes like 10 of you have to do this and it's okay. They're like, it's okay, whatever works for you. Um, however, they want you to do their program. Of course they do, but they know if you tell me I have to do it, I'm not coming. Like, I, not that I'm a baby, like I don't want... But I, I'm just not doing it. It's yeah. not my thing. I don't yeah. pretend. I don't say like, okay, this is, fu-. it's not my bag. Yeah. So I would rather focus on my food. But the accountability yeah. of coming 
is huge. Right. If you, I didn't come on Mondays with Vince, and if I didn't come one other day a week and see Tom or whoever, I think I'd have a problem. You kind of mentioned how it's not about like the gym. It's almost like walking in the doors mm-hmm. kind of keeps you yep. where you need to be, right? Yep, um, absolutely. When I worked with a nutritionist, at one point I thought to myself, like, I know what I need to do, but the fact that I have to show up Mm-hmm. makes me like absolutely not be an idiot yeah exactly so i have because i have to tell him yeah it's exactly as soon as i walk in the door like i was here last week and i did if i tell you i did nothing did i did nothing. nothing because i'm planning a fundraiser here and i'm just doing a lot so i talked to i like tied up all the loose ends i talked to one of the clients about she's having a really hard time and i was you know she was asking me questions about my food I didn't get on the treadmill. I didn't. But when I left here, I was fulfilled. And I was like, okay, another week I can go. Uh-huh. Even though I didn't exercise. So for me, it's definitely yeah. um, about walking in the doors. Yeah. And then um, as far as you've done a lot now, I mean, you've been on Dr. Oz. We had a recent magazine. So, yeah. I mean, you're you're just naturally have that personality where you people I, know who Kathy Balsamo is. I, yeah, I don't know about um, that. <laughs> well, <I laughs> Loud, mean, maybe, obnoxious, a- maybe. I just want to... You know, it's funny because the media loves, like, I have to tell you, I've been asked more than one occasion to do, um, you know, different things with, you know, big time people. And I was, people love, like the media does love someone that has succeeded and been able to continue. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and if I could help, it's not about me anymore. I mean, I feel like I've conquered the battle, but it's for other people. Like I said, that since I did the... um, article for Women's World. Yeah. And it listed, yeah, it listed um, my, I came up with a Facebook page, Healthy Recipes, that started with six friends. And it's over 3,500 now. It's incredible. And people want, and it was in the article. So now I'm like inundated with that. Like of all these new members, like people like, can I use coconut oil? Can I use like every day? Like yesterday I went home and I had 27 inboxes about like people that are struggling. So listen, again, it's not about me anymore or, oh, I want to see myself on Facebook because I certainly could give a shit about that. It's about helping other people. And it makes me feel better sure. to know yeah. that I can help and I know how you feel. Like yeah. you could, Justin, you could sit here and you could say to me, oh, you poor thing, I know how you feel. You don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you don't, of course, no offense, but, um, or, you, you know, anybody like, or Vincent, he could say, I get it. Like, I know, I know it's a, it's a lonely, you don't know because you don't know. Like women are so emotional and especially with eating, like it's just such a desperate, horrible, horrible, lonely right. place Yeah, yeah. that if I could make people feel comfortable and know that they're not alone, yeah. then I've done what I'm set out to do. Yeah. Well, I think it's funny because when I was in middle school I wanted to play Pop Warner football and there was a weight limit and I was always like chubby kid and I actually went on Weight Watchers when I was oh, 12 oh I love that to do <laughs> it love, and yeah. so now like I'm that that kid is always still there and yeah. like you know obviously now I'm okay like yeah. I was played sports and the whole thing but yeah. I actually think that that's that experience helped me a ton because mm-hmm. I had a, I have multiple friends our quarterback in high school 6'3 180 pounds and I remember in high school I want to gain weight gain weight gain weight gain weight gain weight well guess what he got to college he put on 100 pounds yeah and he lost the weight he looks great now and yeah. I remember talking to him I said what um, what made you lose the weight how'd you do it he said well when I was younger in high school I never knew what a portion was because I never mm. want I never needed to know I didn't yeah, want to know yeah, 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 I had yeah. to, I just ate as much as I could as many times yeah. as I could yeah so for me having that experience growing up where it was always in the back of my head now yeah. are there negatives to it sure but 
I never had to like change anything right now at 33 like you know weight doesn't come off as easy for yeah. him when he was he could eat whatever he wanted wow. and so you do you know have some of those experiences absolutely um, and and it goes both ways too you know someone like Vince almost had the other thing where in college you have to a football player you have to gain yeah. weight yeah and mm-hmm. not, that's not so great either right um, but you see it in a lot of sports whether it's the wrestling to lose weight and I used to work at Rutgers with the gymnastics team and I mean that you know, there's so many eating disorders I and, know and gain yeah. and lose and and some of the girls yeah, you know it's and, terrible and then you start talking about you know even for us what we do in here from an injury perspective mm-hmm. well you know one of the gymnastics coaches used to say to me the best injury prevention we can do for some of our girls is try to help them with their diet. Because imagine doing all those flips and yeah, landing no. with Mm-mm. 20 extra pounds. Yeah. And that's another thing. I didn't mean to interrupt you, no, but that's another thing we didn't even discuss. Like the feel, forget all the emotional stuff. I couldn't carry, so my laundry room's in my basement. So there's steps and then there's steps and then there's steps to the bedrooms. Mm-hmm. I would have to stop halfway yeah. with the laundry basket, put it down, sit on the step, get my breath. Now... I like run from the basement to the thing and I am not winded. I am not. So the weight is so, and I think once you feel better physically, that also helps you. Like when you see, you know, I could work 13, 14 hour days and before I couldn't get through seven where I have to be like, guys, I got to go sit down. My ankles would swell. Mm -hmm. My, you know, hands were swollen. I, you know, whatever. And now it's like, I don't even think, like I don't even think about, I sleep better. I used to snore like a mother. I don't snore anymore. Mm -hmm. I, there's so many health benefits to how you feel, yeah. which is so important too. Yeah, and I think, you know, when someone says, oh, I lost 10, I lost 20, I lost 30, I was like, oh, that's great. But then I, now what I think about is I think about going into the gym and grabbing a 45-pound plate yeah. and holding it. Right. It's like, oh my God, imagine yeah. having, a, that's 45, I that's know. not 70. Yeah. But imagine walking around with that every single right. day, walking up steps, right. doing laundry. Of course you're yeah, going to be tired. Yeah, of course, your knees, it's your exhausting. back, your, yeah, it's not fun. It's exhausting. It's fun, you know, we yeah. had a guy um, at our practice who's lost, I think, 75. Wow. Um, and we were doing a, a, a carry, a heavy carry with him. He was holding 75 pounds and he stopped and looked at me. He goes, you know, I used to, I lost this. Wow. It's, it's like amazing. lugging it around. Yeah. Like, it really is an amazing thing. And like you said, it's just so much better for like your bones and your, and listen, I'm not, I know I'm a realist. Like I know you can't control everything. I'm like, I'll be the one lose all this weight and get hit by a train. <laughs> but what you can control, this is so controlling. And don't, like I always tell people, don't look like if you're 200 and, Say you're 200 pounds, you need to get to 140. Don't look at 60. Don't even look at it because you're going to do five. Then you do five more. Then you do five more. And before you know it, you're halfway there. And then the other, it's right there. Like if you could get halfway, then you can get the other half. There's no, you can't look at the big picture. Talk to me when we were at Vince's Mastermind. You were speaking to a group of fitness business owners, so we have a lot of local people that listen. Mm -hmm. But we also have a lot of my friends that are like Vince and own gyms. I think talk about like that of like you guys you guys have to understand the people that are coming in here yeah talk about that a little bit there was actually um a gentleman i wish i could remember his name so i'm sure he's your friend um that he actually sent vince an email vince forwarded to me and i actually like cried because he said he was trying to encourage one of his he you know he was taking i guess the idea of doing videos find a client who's not shy or whatever so he found his client he was doing a video and he was like you know why are you heavier? Why are you, you know, show, like, tell me, like, so you can help other people. And she was going on a little bit, but very like flat. And he turned off the mic and he said, 
Let me just tell you something. I met a girl this weekend. It was right the weekend I had done a thing. And he said, she's a client somewhere. And she's, this is what she said. And I'm not telling you what to say, but this is where I'm going with this. So she said this, and she said this, and she said the Dunkin' Donuts, and she said the emotional, and she said that. And the girl like started sobbing. Mm -hmm. And she was like, that's me. That's me. And like, it just, and he goes, I put, I said to her, this is what I want. Like, this is what you have to reach out to all these other people. And he said, I put the mic back on and I made, she made this video. Like he goes, I was crying. She was crying. And it touched so many people. Yeah. So I think that's totally not what you asked me, but like, just, it's okay. It's okay to, to, to be you and feel this way. Like yep. you're not alone. Yep. Like you're so not alone. Yeah. So what was your question? No, the if for the people that are gym owners like Vince, like yeah, I think sometimes to take a step back. Because my friend yesterday, he was texting the question, oh, what 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 about when they weigh me or what? Yeah, and all yeah, this yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like we forget. Like what put me at ease, maybe, or what could they? Well, more so, like what could they do to get? I know when you're, you're a asking. gym owner, and like yeah. you said, like there's mm-hmm. a certain there's they were athletes and yeah. they did this, mm-hmm. and they a lot of times don't recognize. The right. people that are coming in, right. you know, the thoughts and mm-hmm. feelings and emotions. Yeah. And so talk to that about, on average, people yeah. that aren't gym people yeah. that are trying to do something, what it's like. Like, I always say picture, I said this to Vince once, he was like, oh, you're so dramatic. I'm like, okay, picture like a really big fear of yours, whether it's, I don't know, like what's a fear that you might have? Like, uh, you, Justin, say I'm just, Some, like, okay, heights. So you're really afraid of heights. So I'm going to say to you, there's no choice. You're doing this. You're going to get up on the ladder. You're going to climb to the roof. You're going to look over the edge and you're going to do turn around in circles and you're going to come back down. Mm-hmm. How would you feel? It's crazy. Complete shit. You'd yeah. panic, yeah. right? That is the real feeling of someone like me that is walking into a gym. It's like all of a sudden you have no choice. Yeah. All of a sudden this is what you have to do. You've already had your consult probably. Because the consult isn't still that bad because you're still not committing. You're yeah. kind of just, but it's that commitment of that first time. It is a real horrible, scary feeling. Yeah. And that's the thing. If you are that fearful of something, which I think everybody is, whether you admit it or not, the fear could be that big for someone walking into the gym for the first time. You think everybody's in shape. You think who the hell even knew what to wear? I'm like, do I go to Kohl's? Do I go to... Like, it's the yeah. stupidest thing. But, you know, I'm like, do I... What do, do I, I park? wear? Like, where Who's do I park? Who's going to greet me? Yeah. Like, are they going to be like, oh, God, what do we take her on for? Or look at her fat ass. Like, would they ever? No, especially not here. I don't think any gym owner, especially Vincent's and your, yeah, you know, yeah, team yeah. and people. Yeah. But... You know, you think this in your head. Like I said, I used to run the Snack Shack in Berkeley Heights for the PAL program, and Vince would come to the window and get like a Gatorade or whatever, and he would walk away from the window. And he knows this because I tell him all the time, and I'd be like, "That jerk, <laughs> that jerk!" Like, look, did you see him looking at me up and down? Because I was fat. Would he ever do that? No. Absolutely not. But in our sick, crazy minds, yeah. my brother came here and he'd be like, why don't you come? You know, Vince is a great guy. And I'm like, gym rat. I see how he looks at me. Like, I'm fat. Like, we, you can misconstrue it and you can, and this is what we do. Mm-hmm. This, whether you want to hear it or not, whether you believe it or not, yeah. this is what's happening with yeah. people that are walking into your gym for the first time. Right. So how do you make them feel comfortable? You know, the call that morning of. Yeah. You know, listen. I know you're really shitting your pants, but you're going to be okay. okay. Like, we're going to be at the door. Like, lay it out for them. Mm -hmm. Like, lay out what's going to happen. Listen, if you don't want to get on the scale today, I'm just making it clear. You're calling the shots. Mm -hmm. Week one, 
it's in your court. Yeah. Then you're giving them back control. Sure. You know, you're giving it back to them. Yeah. They'll be like, oh my God, so I don't have to get waived. They're going to meet me at the door and I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Like, because you're then saying, I'm giving up my control and you're back in control. Yeah. Yeah. And it's huge. 100%. Like if I said to you, Justin, okay, you don't have to go all the way up the ladder. You're going to go half and I'm going to be right behind you. Yeah. You'd be like, oh my God, shit, I could do this. Yeah. Exactly. So I think that's what it's about. Right. Like, and I know that these consults, when you meet with them at first, are great. And I know it's kind of what you have to do because you have to know their health and you have to know everything about them. But with that being said, I also sometimes feel it's a negative because I feel like it's so overwhelming. It's so much. It's a lot. It's so much. Like, okay, the first day you're going to do this and you're going to do this for 20 minutes and you're going to switch to this and you're going to switch to that. And then you're going to go here and then you're going to do this. Then we do the cool down and then you... It's like, oh my God, oh my God. Like mm -hmm. you're so, you've never been to it. How, you think I'm doing all this? Yeah. So yeah. although I always, I think it's a great thing and I know that you have to, how about the first time just being like, not talking shop. Yeah. Let me just get to know you. Right. Like, you know. Yeah. What do you need? What do you want? How many kids do you have? Mm -hmm. Like, what's your, you know, what's your biggest fear? What's your, just get to know me. And the first day when I come in, then you're going to say to me, okay, let's try this for 10 minutes. But if it's too much, you can stop. Yeah. Because then again, you're giving me the control back. Sure. Yeah. 100%. And I'm not saying for everybody, but people I've talked to, that's been a huge thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like when my friend yesterday, we were having this conversation and he was saying, well, maybe I'll weigh myself here. And I was like, why? He's like, well, I have to know if I made progress. And I said, and I'm thinking to myself, I said, listen, because he's yo-yo. I said, oh my God, I feel like I want to meet him. You should. I, he's amazing. I totally know. What, I know. And it's he, crazy. And I said to him, I said, listen, you've never had trouble losing weight before. We both know the gym is not going to help you lose weight. Yeah. My thing is, it, hopefully we need to make it more than three months. So yeah. I said, your only thing of success right now is let's take three months and your thing of success is show up three times a week for three months and that's yeah. it. Don't worry. The yeah. weight is going to come off. To your yeah. point before, when you're heavy and you eat like shit, yeah. like if he shows up three days a week and just doesn't eat a little bit, yeah. the weight's going to come off. Absolutely. But just my thing is like, can we be accountable for four years, yeah. not three months? Like, it's, right. That's easy. That like, is, yeah, that's you know, the hardest what part. What you've done, the hard part is sustaining But I do it. think too, when you see results and you feel better and you, you know, I went from, thank God I was only on, I was never put on the metformin because my doctor, um, once I got going, I said to him, listen, I'm, I'm going to do this this time. He's like, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, I heard that before. Um, but I said, can I not take the metformin? Like, can I just hold out? He's like, you can. And you, I'm making your appointment now. You have 30 days. And if your blood sugar's 140 like it is now, you're going on metformin. Mm -hmm. So if you lose 20 pounds, I can guarantee you you're not going to need it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, 20 pounds? Like, I was already down like eight in that first before I even started. So yeah. I'm like, I can totally do that. Mm -hmm. And I went back, 106 was my blood sugar in like a month's time. It's amazing. Yeah. My tachycardia, I mean, unfortunately, I'm on meds the rest of my life because it's a genetic thing. It's, yeah, a, you know, it's an not. electrical thing. But, um, and thyroid meds. And other than that, I was on blood pressure meds too. I'm off of those. Mm -hmm. I'm off of, I've never started the metformin, thank God. Um, but out of five meds, I'm down to two and that's Synthroid for my thyroid, mm -hmm. which is something I can't really control sure. and the heart meds, which is something I can't control. Mm. But, um, my blood pressure, I bought in the whole chart because my doctor's like, okay, now that you're almost at your four year mark, he printed out when I like right before I started. And now 
It's unbelievable. My cholesterol is 321. It's 148. Incredible. So when you see that, like when you see it in black and white, yeah. you're like, shit really works. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like it really. And I was the biggest skeptic and I, I was almost out to, which is another huge thing with people. I was out to be like, I'm going to do it and I'm going to lose this 80 pounds and I'm going to be like, I'm still high blood pressure. I still am diabetic I'm, because it's my genes. Like I know it's my genes. I was out to be like that one that wasn't going to fall into that gap of, right. and what happened? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It worked. Yeah. It worked. Damn, Damn it. it. Damn it worked. <laughs> no, I'm Damn kidding. It worked. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, your story is incredible and you're, you're such a good storyteller. It's well, so thanks. good to listen to. Talk, go tell me about your Facebook uh, page that, and it's open invite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. You could, um, so it's Healthy Recipes and it has, um, you know, I don't know, I guess there's different ones, but mine is like a bowl of fruit on it. Um, and What's it called? See, it's called Healthy it's Recipes. It's just called Healthy Recipes. Yep. And it says on, I'm the administrator, Kathy Balsamo. Yep. So you could just ask to be on, mm -hmm. you know, and then I, whatever. Let I have in. a lot of fitness people that try to get on, like gym owners, yeah. and they're trying to like lure people in. So then you get deleted and blocked immediately. If you, have, is, if you have a no shirt on a six pack, you're out. Yeah. So this is really just sharing like keto and people and people share every day. Like mm -hmm. someone shared this morning, keto fudge. Mm -hmm. And all these people were like, Oh my God, chocolate. Like I need, and we would just, you eat keto fudge or you you wouldn't do that? Uh, no, I do. You would. I okay. do. I eat fat bombs like uh -huh. crazy. That's what I was on Dr. Yeah. Oz for. Um, so I need sweets. Like I can't live without them. Yeah. But again, my friend was so funny. She was like, all right, I made the fat bombs. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And I'm staying the same. I'm not gaining, but I'm staying the same. I'm like, okay, well, how many fat bombs do you need? She goes, well, I make six in the morning. And by night, I have one left. I'm like, okay. Yeah. That is tons of calories. Yeah. Although they're healthy. It's still, you can't, so I have like one, if I really need a sweet, like I bring one every morning to work, every morning for four freaking years, I've eaten half a pound of turkey, one half a pound, not three slices, a half a pound of turkey, whole real turkey from Kings, rolled up, um, and a handful of almonds for four years straight. It's mm -hmm. so funny at work. They're like, here she goes, yeah. here comes a turkey. Yep. So I'm very like, I just don't stray. I right. just, just do don't stray. I just do my thing. And I don't care if you approve and I don't care if you're judging me. And I, I don't freaking care. Yep. Like you just got to do it. Yeah. Um, and the fat bombs are great for me. Like they really get me through. If someone wants to get in contact with you, Facebook is the best place? Yeah, of course. Yeah, okay, I'm on cool. Facebook. Or, you know, they can email me if they wanted to. Perfect. What's your email? CatTom, C-A-T-T-O-M, 242 at AOL. Perfect. Yeah. I, th I think, um, like I said, your story is incredible, but you tell it in a great way. Thanks. We appreciate you coming on. Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, it's, it's an honor uh, that you asked. I hope that um, people resonate with the story like I have. Thanks. And I think they will. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, so many people here have. So thank you so much for coming. Oh, out. my pleasure. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Stay Healthy New Jersey podcast brought to you by Strive to Move. If your pain or injury is preventing you from living the healthy and active lifestyle you love and deserve, and want to get back to doing what you love pain-free, we offer both a free ebook and free over-the-phone consultation to help you figure out the root cause of your pain and the best next steps to help resolve it. Find our ebooks online at strivetomove.com slash our services. 
There you'll find an ebook for topics on such things as back pain, knee pain, sports injuries, and CrossFit injuries. These ebooks will provide you with free expert advice, tips, and exercises to help solve your pain from the comfort of your own home. Just visit strivetomove.com slash our services to download your ebook and have it delivered directly to your inbox. We also offer free, no obligation phone consults with a doctor on staff to New Jersey residents. Just call us at 908-547-0729 or visit us at strivetomove.com and click the talk to the doctor first button on the homepage to schedule a call with us. Thanks again for joining us and we will see you next time on the Stay Healthy New Jersey podcast.